From the Transverse Network, this is The Transgender Show, an interview program about gender discovery and self-acceptance. I'm your host, Emily. This week on the show is Stacey Saya. She is a Japanese-American in charge of corporate social responsibility like diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your story tonight. Thank you for having me. So Stacy, starting off with your story, mm-hmm. how do you identify? Transgender uh, woman, she, her. How did you choose your name? Um, Stacy is, um, yeah, it's something I posted like a long time ago, but like it's kind of came up as part of the moment. Um, so I went to the first, uh, support group in Boston, um, like uh, more than two years ago, then, you know, when I, I was like struggling of identity and I need the support and looking for somewhere to find a help. Then like I went there and like there's lots of people sitting there in a circle and starting an introduction and they're using the their name right oh i didn't think of that mm, like of course i had like a few things in mind like you know starting from s and uh, maybe somewhat uh, um can be used both maybe a bit android-ish and also can be easier in japanese and etc mm. so but a few names I was thinking was already taken before me. <laughs> so like, oh, what, what do I get? Like, my turn. Hi, I'm Stacy. My pronouns she, her. And it's stuck. Mm-hmm. When did you first realize that you were trans, that that's what it was that you were? Mm, it's a, it's a, like, a, it depends on how you define that, right? Yeah. So like, a, how, like my egg, Correct. If you define that, it was like about two and a half years ago. It just like a chain of event happened. Like um, I was on, I was driving a car, like listening XM. Uh-huh. Then like that's a, like a song I didn't, I've never heard came out. Like then I looked at the song title, and the singer said Kim Petras. I had that name remembered somehow, but later I find out that I read some article about a very young transgender girl like trying to uh, go through the transition in a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I read about it, then like stuck with me. Then, like then like um, I went home, then like um, look up the name. Then oh yeah, I read the article. Then looked up. Then like, follow like uh, all the like a you know i like like going through google and just follow the like links and like change just like searching like going here and there they find out about the transgender and how people are transitioning mm-hmm. and how they identify and also i saw some youtube video and saying that like, like one of them is like a if you are watching this you may be a transgender like <laughs> if you are cisgender like you don't question like Ah, yeah, probably right. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's a, like a more like an egg cracky moment. Like, a, you know, like, so like a, if like I didn't happen to hear Kim Petras and I didn't look up or like um, I didn't bump to this YouTube video or something, I might, might not be 
crack Who knows? But anyway, like uh, of course, like uh, you know, like uh, just looking back, like uh, I had the old signs uh-huh. or like uh, thinking, right? So like, uh, yeah. You know, so like, w- when you were growing up, w- when when did you first start to see some of those signs, and what were some of those early signs? Yeah. So it's more like anecdote, uh, more like um, like uh, you know, like typical signs, like you know, like when you are in the you know kindergarten or even. Like a schools, like a girls wear certain things, boys wear certain things. Then, and the girls play these things, boys play these things. Like, why cannot play girls sing? Why cannot wear girl clothes? Right? I thought it was like because I love woman, right? So like as a boy, um, boys love woman. Like of course, like there's like a gay or lesbian people, but like I. Like my sexuality as like I'm attracted to women or girls back then. Yeah. So of course, so like it was then like you know I didn't have a girlfriend, so like you know like um, but I would have like these like girls' clothes or something. Um. So it's sort of some kind of signs, right? Like, but looking back, like, yeah, it's not a fetish or something. It's just not. So. Um, was it difficult for you to come to terms with the fact that you were transgender once you, you know you went down that kind of rabbit hole that one night? It was a very struggle. Like you know, like uh, I literally like I couldn't do anything but like thinking about. Mm-hmm. Am I really like uh, until I go to the Boston support group? Then like you know, like people on Instagram know that like, uh, Julia. And these people I met on the Boston's group, like uh, later on, like uh, you know, I get to connect these people, and like I get more information, and like I see that all the networks, like I get to know in the community, like I get more information about it. But like uh, when I find out, you know, that when I watch this, like you know, like uh, I was so like uh, depressed, no, not depressed by finding about my gender, realizing my gender, but. You know, just uh, I cannot think anything else but that for mm-hmm. a while. Like you know, then like thinking, then like worried about like you know finding out. But you know, like I, have, I, I like uh, oh, I have to tell my wife, and I have to like what's gonna happen. Like worried about you know because like uh, having family was so important. Like it's it's my like a life dream having a family and the kids and you know it's just something I really wanted. Yeah. And you know because I, especially I met my wife late and got married late. Uh, it was so like, important to me. And um, but you know like I, I really would. And also I thought it was like a midlife crisis. Seriously, like I I was. Under a lot of pressure and stress back then, mm-hmm. um, so it could be. But I cannot think of anything else. Like I have so much work to do. Like everybody on the list, like a psychology today, or everybody, everybody around here. Like like I literally called like almost everyone on the northeastern mass, um, northeastern Massachusetts. Like who is covered by my insurance? Okay. Yeah, then like I said, like uh, people say like uh, accepting new patient and uh, they uh, can like uh, they can support transgender or LGBTQ. Nobody answered. If somebody replied, like uh, sorry, like uh, we are four. Like, but you said you accept a new patient. Like it was really getting worse. Like the situation was 
yeah, like uh, I was not good in a good place at all. I don't think they're discriminating or like uh, they said maybe they listed as like a, because they studied and possibly they can get a client, but they never actually taken these people. So like people like us, so like they are not confident. Maybe they want to prioritize other clients they have. I really don't know. Then I realized that to find out, yeah, Boston area has a, like a big hospital has a transgender programs, like um, Boston Medical Center has it, like um, um, Massachusetts General Hospital has it, like Fenway has it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in a good city, but you know, it, it's like, of course, I don't know any of this because like, I, I don't know I'm a trans or anything. So like, it's like, a, yeah, it's like a, everything I just, I had to find and such and find. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, then because these counselors are not taking me, so like, uh, let's try hospital. Then uh, called the Boston Medical Center, MGH, and um, uh, I don't know, called Fenway somehow. But, but mm. like uh, I called like uh, um, Lehi Hospital and um, as host- big hospitals, um, like then <laughs> they said like yeah it's about a three months wait two months oh gosh like, but I need help now like I'm in the not good place uh, and then Thanks I was me. able to book um, social worker in a Boston Medical Center about like six weeks or eight weeks out. Mm-hmm. Then I happened to bump to somebody in a bit far away in Massachusetts. Like she responded, um, she could see me. Um, so it really helped me. So then I saw her and like evaluated. Yes, you are transgender. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, she, she was like um, like she didn't have a good like a connection or vibe, so like I, I had to change um, um counselor later on. But like um, it was the moment like uh, then that and uh, another um social worker in the hospital and also family group when okay. there like everybody confirmed that. Yeah. Also, and she told me, um, you, you have to eventually tell your wife. Hmm. Um, then uh, then uh, another person, like uh, another social worker said that, like, um, yeah, you're trusted that, like, uh, so, like, two people confirmed. And, uh, you know, then, like, uh, the hospital is, like, taking me and uh, after, like, phone counseling, right? So I must be a transgender. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to tell my wife, and I told eventually, like, and that the first counselor said, Oh, you already told your wife, like, after later on, like, but you told me to tell, like, <laughs> just like she was anticipating, like, I, I would okay. take a long time, but, <laughs> but I cannot think of anything else, just I have to move forward, like, because, like, that's uh, kidding me, because I, I don't know how she would react, like, uh, you know, as I said, like, uh, my family was so important. Mm-hmm. And maybe like I'm, what, what I'm about to do is crushing that dream that, you know, she and I had a beautiful family and I'm destroying the family. So like I eventually later, if you know, like I, that's how it happened, but you know, happening. I was not too much worried about, you know, social acceptance or like my 
work. Like I, I know I live in Massachusetts in a good, I was living in Massachusetts. It's really accepting. And also I know my work is, diversity is like one of the core values. And mm -hmm. I, I know like it's gonna be fine. So like, I didn't have any fear, but like just my family, you know, when I told my wife, she was shocked, right? Then like she, um, yeah, like uh, of course, like she struggled. Like uh, first, like uh, like we try to make it work, but you know, mm -hmm. after two years, no, it's not going to work. Your wife was among the first, right? Or was she the first person you told? Yes, she was the first. Then, um, so um, like it had been following me for like last two years. That uh, I like because I'm also my part of my job was or is a project manager so like everything i like uh, like planned out or like uh, to uh coming out to people and uh, one thing i worried about is uh, accidental outing to kids and uh, other important people mm -hmm. that like, i don't i don't want anybody to over overheard from somebody else Mm -hmm. So just I had to plan out very carefully, like who I can tell, and mm -hmm. who I can trust not to tell other people, so, so that like um, I can make sure that when it times comes, like um, my kids will hear from me and my wife. I have been very very careful about you know like I, like even like I, I didn't show my face until a year ago. Like um, like mm -hmm. until the July of last year, I, I didn't show my face <laughs> for that reason. Um, yeah. So like uh, like we had to plan out uh, like uh, everything went backwards. So like when to tell kids and how we tell them have a counselor and just going backwards mm -hmm. from everything like who to tell like who I need to we need to tell. Then also like moving further, like then order is like, you know, like a, for the work, like who to tell, how to tell, um, the, but like work has to come like kind of after telling kids, like, so it's just like everything has to be planned out just to avoid like uh, accent outing. Just in case, like if there's any slight 0.1% of anything. So just like making sure just like, I tell like ahead of, um, um, HR and like um, senior manager, then like a, uh, uh, then I told like a, back then, like a, I do have a direct manager. Mm -hmm. um, so like a, then I had, I told like people working close to me again, mm -hmm. like I wanted to make sure because of COVID, like I had to, like I was hoping to tell in person but i couldn't so like a uh, like uh, i requested to have like a skype like a uh, just one-on-one uh meeting to tell just uh, i want to make sure that they hear from me before mm -hmm. like a uh, company announcement because of my work like uh, i work with almost everybody everywhere like um the my work has like uh, all offices all over i travel often for like um these places so like uh, uh it's it's not something like uh, i can just make announcement to the local office or something like that. it has to go to a company it just had to be turned out that way mm -hmm. um so just people make sure they hear the right message yeah so yeah back then like i had a good like a 
uh, support system or like a connections, like I also in like a people in a community. So that it helped me because I work closely with uh, human resources or like uh, people in a like uh, areas like uh, like uh, handling these um, not I don't say issues but you know like uh, these HR matters people know me so it's easier to you know it's like uh, if you are like a uh, you know like a young junior person starting the company and like uh, like uh, if you are going to tell the HR in headquarter. Maybe intimidating for young people, but you know, like I, I'm 50, and you know, I've been working in the same company for a long time, and mm-hmm. I, I know them, so it made much easier for sure. You work in the diversity inclusion, and you're one of the officers mm-hmm. of that. Were was the company already pretty far along with that, or were you able to kind of push them more in that direction and, and kind of create that position? Anything diversity, equity, and inclusion, or anything like a corporate social responsibility is relatively new concept for corporate. Like okay. uh, it's like um like a, this surge of like a, uh these um requirements or the interests in mm-hmm. uh, big corporations. Um, so like a, if you see like a, I'm very interested in like a media. Uh, presence of like uh, you know people like us like uh, you know like a minority or marginalized people. And uh, if you see that on the TV, so like a you know TV um, ads are sponsored by like these big companies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of kind of shows like uh, how these companies are putting importance on like if you notice last, especially this year last year. There are many commercials like uh, start showing the couples as uh, the gay couples and uh, like in, like interracial couples. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was, you, you don't see much that, but now you see that like uh, more like uh, showing the like, uh, diversity and uh, this also environment and you know these things like uh, having more importance. So you can see that and uh, uh, because like us. Consumer sees that importance and the corporate sense that you can see like uh, any co- big company's website like uh, mm-hmm. there are they are spending a, a, a lot of resources in that area how they are um, embracing LGBTQ or transgender. Mm-hmm. Whenever I, I receive like a people contacting me for like a you know I want to go to job market but not sure like which companies um, mm-hmm. I, I recommend looking up uh, like HSCCI or like uh, other information okay. out there so like which companies are really supporting or embracing nice like okay people like us. did you have someone that supported you in a way that surprised you. No surprises, but okay. you know, like a more of like a belief that uh, my kids and my, you know, wife at least like uh, mm-hmm. accept who I am as a like woman. I shouldn't say surprise, but like uh, it's kind of belief. Yeah. 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 So, so like uh, I haven't like uh, I've been fortunate like uh, I didn't have much bad experience mm-hmm. um, in terms of like a, you know, like a discrimination or like a, like a rejection, like a, you know, in your face. I had more like a 
such kind of thing as you know Asian like in the back in the nineties in the mm-hmm. Australia, like a racial slur has like I I had a much more on wow. that than you know now. So, what was it like for you finding community? Did you find a good community to belong to and kind of get support from from the start? What was your initial experience with with community? In a way, I'm fortunate. Like、uh, mm-hmm. Boston has a big support group, and、uh, okay. local support group had a chat group, like a chat group. So it was a huge support for me. That like you know, actually the first time I went to the support group. Like、um, I saw like Emily, like、uh, I think she was on your show before, and、mm-hmm. Julia was there. So like it was、uh, the first time I seen like real bunch of transgender people just、huh. being woman. Then like seeing these people, so I got on Instagram. Like、um, I started a new account for transgender specific ones. So. So it's account like my my main account now,、mm-hmm. uh, but like、um, from there like I get connected to like people then like、um, basically this community in Instagram,、um, I built some really good friendship and like they are really a support group and、um, um, help me and、uh, inspires me、mm-hmm. and also like、uh, because there are so many、uh, people from different background right. Um, so like、uh, you know like、uh, I I get connected to like some wonderful people. Somehow I get connected more with the people in Europe. I don't know like but like I have a bunch of like great friends in Germany.、Uh-huh. <laughs> the, like、um, the, like、uh, people in Boston. Like、uh, I don't know many people in local, but I know more people in Germany. Everybody I got connected close, right? Like、uh, they are like a、uh, Midwest or like a、uh, Pacific Northwest. Like, why nobody is you ignorant? There's supposed to be a huge community, like.、Uh, but like,、uh, I see more opportunities nowadays. Okay. For、uh, along these like、uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, um, than than before. So like,、uh, I see it's a more. The, Positive things that you know, like people think they can diversity, equity, and inclusion, or any like environment like protect like environment or climate is charity or yes, it can be charity. It's a great cause, but like uh, it's a、uh, more of like a kind of you are doing in the side business, but it can be the main business case for that being. Transgender or being LGBTQ or being racial minority can be a your unique attribute and can be like something you know、um, can be a positive、yeah. point. I wanted to kind of jump over and and move on to see for transition and、mm-hmm. what it looks like for you. How far along are you in your process? So、um, I'm on the HRT for just over two years. Okay.、Um, so almost twenty-five months now. So it was July two 
12 and my birthday was July 9th and I wanted to be on my birthday uh-huh. but the medication came late on the oh, mailing no. <laughs> so like, I couldn't start at the same time so unfortunately so it, it's it's three days after my birthday so I have changed all my names and all the legal documents and everything and uh, I have a GCS scheduled in January so like I'm very confident about uh, that the hmm. groups and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I that's very like exciting. A, yeah, I'm like a f- still five months out, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited. How um, how have you been able to secure yourself um, a place to stay, kind of long term? Because at, right after you you get the surgery, you can't travel for a long time. It, it's mm-hmm. a lot of intensive healing process yeah 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 so you know um i, I had a choice right so like mm-hmm. you know there are like um boston medical center offers that and um mgh offers that but so if it's a local it's easier but like um their waiting list is too long and uh, <laughs> they don't do the um like methods um um they only do inversion so like um oh, uh-huh. i yeah, so then I bumped to NYU and they accept my insurance and um, and their way somehow their wait list was shorter than BMC. Um, so like I switched, I was already on the list for BMC, but I, I, I jumped to it. Like it's a shorter wait and uh, for accommodation, I, I had like opportunity to potentially have a. Free accommodation. It's not hundred percent, but like um, um, I like either that or like I just do a, a you know BNB or like um mm-hmm. just book a, like a hotel, and also there's a, like a queer support like um, um it's on the Instagram. Um, I secure that their support. I will see like if like if anything fall out like if I can find any other support mm-hmm. like um if anybody can support me in New York. Yeah, so I think one thing that we're kind of learning basically yeah. from yeah. your story is just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just basically if you can't find the support, then just keep looking, keep trying. There are the resources out there. Just you know, mm-hmm. you're worth it. It's mm-hmm. important to find that and keep calling around. Yeah, yeah. So the. Hospital stay is a bit longer than other hospital. Like you stay five nights or six nights, I don't remember. Oh, wow. Then after that, you have to stay two weeks within one hour from the hospital. So it's a queer care inc. It's a very volunteer based, and mm-hmm. um, I just happened to bump to it, and mm-hmm. um, I applied for it, and uh, and they ac- accepted my case. I don't think they will do everything, but like, uh, you know, it's really big help. Like, um, you know, like I don't have to rely on one person. Like uh, it's everybody's a lot. Like it's, uh, they're doing wonderful things. And also, you know, as a community, because, you know, we, many people live in near the hospital, right? So, you know, like um, if we can like support each other that way, like if you are able to, mm-hmm. that would be wonderful. And of course, if you are having surgery in a Boston Medical Center or Mass General, and if you need a help, like um, contact me. 
in your transition and then actually looking forward at surgery, what have been some of the key fears that you've had and how have you overcome those? I don't, I don't have any fear for my physical part or the surgery or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, more of like what I mentioned about everything about my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really. More like a psychological or like a, you know, social, like, a, yeah. I don't know the word for, that was really my only uh, concern. Like, uh, you know, my body, uh, to be honest, like, uh, I don't, like, uh, I didn't expect, you know, I could be feminine. Like, uh, I, I, I'm like late 40s back then, like, uh, you know, then, like, uh, like I was surprised myself. <laughs> Just like a, you know, like I'm sure, like like people say, like people never ex- suspected anything because I was not even acting like a feminine or anything. Just yeah, yeah. So like uh, it was like uh, you know, it was like a, I really surprised myself for that. Like a, like a connecting the old dots and like ending up like seeing me as a realizing oh yeah i am a woman but uh, until then like all these signs never connected to me like so like uh, i'm um, married like a um husband or like a father of like two kids and um you know like i have a great job i'm happy i travel um which i always wanted for my work and um so you know like a, like a life was like a, what I was hoping for, really. Nice. <laughs> like, that's good. Like, that's what that's what's the way it's supposed to happen. It's glad, I'm glad that it's yeah. happening for you for you that way. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Later forties, like, why do I screw up these things? <laughs> but like you know, but you know, like as I said, I had no choice. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. once you realize, like you know, I can't think. I couldn't think of anything else. Like, uh, yeah, uh, that's like you know, like uh, you know, I mentioned about the fear, but like uh, possibly, you know, messing up the family and everything we built yeah. for. Um, yeah, it was really like a tough. Um, well, it's good yeah. that it, it that you found that support and mm-hmm. and everything's kind of gone smoothly there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As you've gone through, you know, now that you, you're looking forward to surgeries, you've got one under your belt already, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, have your goals shifted? You mentioned not feeling like you could even be that feminine, considering you started in your 40s. Have either your goals or what you envisioned as possible for your transition changed? Yes. Um, well, there are a few aspects, right? For my body, um part like uh, i'm sure most people audience will be interested the most you know fortunately my company's insurance covers like um almost everything um mm-hmm. so it is uh, like um one one thing like because i didn't expect everything get covered and like uh, for example ba uh it, it was really nice to have uh-huh. Um, I, I, it was not my focus, like it's not my part of dysphoria. Um, like, um, all, only the things I really wanted was a GCS, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but like, you know, once I have a BA, like, uh, it changed. It gives me confidence. Like, you know, like uh, I took uh, some picture in a swimming pool. Like, um, I never thought I could go swimming ever. It changes. Like, uh, I never expected. Like, uh, I could live as a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, now, like uh, you know, like uh, going as a full time, like uh, you know, it's uh, like uh, one thing. Like sometimes there's a discussion coming up, like you know, what's the difference, CD and trans, right? So like uh, it's just like uh, being wearing like this is uh, like part of normalcy. It's not like a uh, excitement or novelty. It just uh, give me like comfort. Presenting as a woman is a part of normalcy. Mm-hmm. is a big shift in a way kind of being in new england helps because it's liberal and the people yeah. generally don't care even like a, you know maybe kids suspect why there's a tall very tall asian woman with a uh, all white hair looks kind of odd one out right yeah <laughs> like a, but like people don't say anything right are there things that you do in your life to find validation to basically um, feel more like Stacy and feel more like yourself? It's just like um, every day, just like uh, for work, like uh, everybody recognize me as a Stacy, like my clients, suppliers, mm-hmm. um, like uh, every day, like people interact with me, like, uh, you know, great. that's a great thing about uh, my companies, like, um, mm-hmm. As soon as the announcement went, like everybody switched my name, like um, oh, wow. nobody like um, mispronounced or like um, like um, I only remember once or twice like they accidentally switched by honest mistake, mm-hmm. like um, used my bus name, but it's super rare. Everybody is really good about it. So oh, nice. It it gives me like a real good like confidence. My one of the dysphoria is my voice. Uh-huh. And like speaking is a tough part, you know, like I mentioned often, like I have a stuttering. So also I'm a native Japanese speaker. So like English is not my native. Mm-hmm. So I have accents, right? So like it's a double. Like people are still like calling me Stacy and she, her. So like I'm kind of spoiled in a way, but like, of course, like where I call the customer support or like get the utility companies and like they call me sir and like <laughs> I never like going through drive through because like my accents now oh, I yeah. my feminine like I'm trying to be feminine like they never get my orders right <laughs> so like I like because of like since my like even I was identifying you know um, male, just like uh, I always prefer going to the in-store. Yeah. What advice do you have for young and closeted uh, trans people out there? Part of the things like I decided to be visible is like a, even somebody like me have a life as a, you know, is a transitioning and you're younger. So you, you have, uh, you can find like support and, you know, it's not the end of your life. There's a whole right up life ahead of you so like uh, find the support like uh, if i can be a support that i'm here or like if you find anybody you con- you can connect you can connect to like uh, you know your f- if, if your family can support great and if unfortunate situation your family is 
reject you, you just find somebody who can pr- provide your support. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Transgender Show from the Transverse Network. Watch this show live Tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash the transverse. You can also find it and our other great shows at youtube.com slash the transverse. Be sure to follow our guest Stacy on Instagram at stacy.saya. If you love what we're doing and want to support the transverse and get access to exclusive content, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash the transverse. 